Oh, g'day listeners. Welcome to Bar Karate, the sailing podcast. My name's Jordan Spencer and it's that time of the week where we get to talk sailing. But this time it's an Olympic special, our last Olympic special, but not. It's our, we're going to do another one, <laughs> even better one, uh, a huge one. But uh, anyway, let's bring, in, uh, let's bring in Mr. Brett Perry. Greetings, exalted one. VP. Right, you're throwing me, I don't know what to say now. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say, oh yeah, uh, last week I said that the IOC actually accepted my offer to extend the uh, Olympics for another four weeks. Yeah. Uh, it seems that's been turned around. That's mm. not going to happen. It's all um, over. The, sa- the sailing has finished today. Mm. So I officially have not a clue what I'm going to do for the next couple of weeks while I'm sitting here doing nothing. Well, Cow's Week's on. Uh, Fastnet's coming up. Uh, then they'll... Um, sh- well, they, don't seven, like, they don't have seven. They don't have it on seven plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, speed climbing, mate. It's my new sport. <laughs> speed climbing. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, insane. Volleyball. That's insane. Let's bring in the other bloke. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Mr. Nick Boss. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa, Jed. Speed climbing. Climbing <laughs> the corporate ladder as you are, my friend. <laughs> as you are. Speed climbing the corporate ladder. Well, that's a good Jordan one. for PM. That's a good <laughs> so one. he'll be next. Next, he'll be in the Boulder event. Well, they do. They're doing that. They're doing yeah. Oh, mate. Hey, um, not just sailing itself, because obviously that's what we're about. But mm. the Olympics in general. Oh. Oh, I've got to say, I've got to. I'm. I, I was dubious if mm. it was going to go ahead. Mm. The fact it has. I'm glued to it. It is sensational. And I think we're lucky in the sense that yeah. we get to watch whatever we want, whenever we want. Yeah. It's how it's been. Um, yeah. The word the word is it's not that easy around the planet. And the time zone. Time zone yeah. works for us. Yeah. True, true. Hey, I've got a little issue. Mm-hmm. You've got an issue. I turned on the – You've only got a little one? The main, the, the main, uh, <laughs> the main um, TV today and the women's, women's skateboarding came on. Oh, oh women's or kids. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Twelve years the kids, old. Kids skateboarding. Twelve years old wins bronze. <laughs> I'm sitting across from my daughter having dinner, saying that's my daughter going to the Olympics and winning bronze medal. Yeah. I was actually sitting across from my daughter, and I texted her and said, "You should be out there on your skateboard. What are you doing in here eating dinner? <laughs> Get out there and train, woman. Uh, <laughs> You're a woman now. Uh, 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 unbelievable. I, I like you said, uh, Bicey. We're a, we're a sailing podcast, but uh, sport lovers. By heart, and uh, the Olympics has uh, definitely opened some eyes up. So those those young girls, we're not going to say women because they're 12 years old. You know, mm-hmm. let's admit that. Um, unbelievable. I didn't like yep. skating at all. Hated it. No, I didn't like the other. Mate, I can can't do the a park. bloody tic tac down the driveway. No, <laughs> so to see uh, I'm see a 12 year old pull an ollie, hats no. off. That's or a reverse, or a reverse yeah. front kick with a bloody flip or whatever they call them. But anyway. We're, we're lucky. You're right, BP. We're absolutely lucky because we can – and I think this has probably made it so good for us. We can tune in to whatever sport we want here. We Any can sport. just stream it. And it's Correct. the first Live. time. And so we're getting to watch everything we want to watch. And um, mm. it's, it's mm. grand. It's grand. It it's, is. Uh, it is. Uh, like it's you right now watching the rock climbing. It's a shame the Japs are going uh, – yeah. The Japs are going to miss out. The Japanese, I always say Japs and get in trouble. Uh, the <laughs> Japanese are going to miss out on you know making the revenue and crowdfunding and all that sort of stuff. But uh, it's been great. And uh, let's be honest, the sailing has been intense. Oh, it's been and brutal. It's been intense. And it's been fantastic. Uh, do, you, do you think, though, the fact 
we're that bit closer to it due to the footage that we see. Mm. We see that extra element now. Yeah, 100%. Whereas normally you just see what the results are. Mm. Oh, yeah. But what you don't see is the 19 fins around that bottom mark Mm. going for the finish and eight of them are within four boat lengths. Yeah, but I think the actual footage has been supreme. I mean, you only got to look back to uh, the London games where we had the – remember the Irish guy do the – do the commentary of the laser event. You know, yeah. it was just a camera in one spot yeah. and you couldn't really understand who was in the lead. There was no grid lines. There was no tracking. There was none of this going on. And there was, the camera angles were really quite deceptive. And that's mm. why the Irish guy decided to put through the commentary that he did. But with this particular coverage of it, you were actually watching it like a it was properly produced. And I, hats off to the guys who did it, whoever they are. Well done. Well, mm. as, as we spoke about before, um, Imagine at the next Olympics and the ones after we go, oh, remember how shitty that footage was in Japan? <laughs> how far it's come. Look, got these new binoculars. I can really almost. see what Matt, what, what he's actually thinking now. I can almost see him changing his mind. Let's- but, uh, just one thing before we really get stuck in. Uh, for those watching, I've got my Bar Karate uh, hoodie on. Yes. Um, for those that oh, get this, gents. Uh, we ordered 50. We, we've sold 60% in 36 hours since it's been mm. no, less, less than 24 Thanks. hours since I put that little thing on Facebook. Thanks, mum. Um, so, <laughs> but what I was thinking, if we were thinking ahead, well, actually, if we were thinking ahead by the time we announced that we were going to do hoodies and by the time we did it, which was about 12 months ago, um, we should have actually done with the gold on there mm. and written on the back, you know, like all the school uniforms, mm. all the Olympic mm. Um, mm. people that we interviewed and oh. done, done the Olympic special. Oh, Bar Karate why, Olympic why special. Don't we, why don't we still do that? Well, um, I, I was thinking we should just get up some special gold ones for, for the guests that have been on um, yeah. that won gold. Uh, unfortunately, that oh. probably cost us a lot because we've pretty we've had a pretty successful track record. <laughs> we've covered them all. What yeah. was it? Seventeen uh, Olympians we've interviewed mm. uh, who are currently who took part in this yeah. Olympics, mm. and those that uh, that sort of uh, you know haven't. We'll, we'll follow up on a few because there's a couple of ones that we've been trying to get onto or waiting to get onto. I guess they've been more focused on the Olympics. But, uh, yeah, for the ones that did. And I'll be honest, um, I don't know about you guys, but I had quite a few messages during, um, during the Olympics um, from some of the guys. They're listening in and they're having a grand old time. And, mm. um, you know, uh, they're, they're pretty – it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. It's good fun. Good fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it kind of gives you almost a sense of pride, actually, like that we had spoken to Mara, for example, about her journey and what she's doing and yep. what her expectations were and where she ended up and see what she did on the last day. It, was, it uh, gives you a level of, uh, well, national pride, but also some of those others as well. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It was, um, yep. It's been fantastic. And to all the nations that competed, I know everyone's proud of this, Alice, so uh, good on them. I, th- I think we need to talk about the... The iconic uh, element is the the fin class that that medal race. The, there's a couple of things that jumped out to me. Um, one, obviously, I reckon Giles Scott was feeling the pressure of the Poms having not lost since Ian Percy. 
um, what's that, six, six Olympics now. Um, and I was, I'm certain he was feeling that pressure. And then he starts the medal race by being over the line. Unbelievable. I was watching it, uh, you know, as it unfolded. And uh, it, um, I was watching him and I'm going, geez, he's well advanced. He's well advanced here. Mm. You know, he's going to have to be really careful here. Mm. And he did take a little bit of a turn back, but he, he just didn't come back far enough. Now, obviously, they, they deemed it over. And he responded very quickly along with the Argentinian. Mm. Um, but that still put him dead motherless. Yeah. Um, pretty well for the whole race. Yeah. By the way, Argentinian wins wins name of the regatta, name oh, of does, the fleet. Does he? Yeah. Facundo. Oh, yeah. Facundo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, battling their way around the course. Uh, Jake Lilly had a fantastic last race, who I'm sure we're going to mention in a second uh, how he got around the got through the week with what happened to him. Um, but uh, it was a it was an amazing race, and I actually feel for John Barberets. Um, I know John Moore uh, quite well from my time with the team Hungary sailing team and all that. And um, he sailed, he couldn't do any better. He won the race yeah. and it was up to Giles to lose. And mm. came and down to it, like literally meters. It was just so close. Well, something what? happened that uh, very rarely happens. And Giles overtook three or so boats on that little dinky little reachy leg across yeah. the bottom mm. to get into fourth by half a boat length and win the gold by whatever it was a point or whatever but i mean john mm, ball a few points man. john ball was uh, watching in italy in italy as he as they were crossing the finish line and I, he was you could see his face when it when it happened he was really bitterly upset but then it it hit him that he was the first ever hungarian to win a sailing medal so congratulations to him and and the last medal in the fin which is a you know a, a very very special. sad day I must admit, yeah. even the commentators, some of the commentators were saying that, you know, that everyone's a bit sad to see the fin go. Um, <coughs> Maybe a shout-out to uh, Joan Cardona-Mendez because he won the last, last medal in the fin. Yeah, yes, it is. As in the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> the, the third, the second loser, isn't it, what they say? Uh, it's I, a shame too because, you know, he's only a young fella and, he, you know, he... He probably would have won a gold if the the class had stayed, but I guess everyone's got stories like that. So, um, yeah. well, that, that, that is a story like that with the four seventies, isn't there too? So, we'll go and yeah, yeah, that. we'll get onto that. Um, uh, you mentioned Jake, so he tore his meniscus in his knee uh, eight weeks out, and he's been secretly keeping his leg in a, a sort of inflatable cast, from what I understand. Um, yep. Um, oh, the pain. I mean, and, and sailing with a, a bit of a dud knee. Uh, the whole time, so th- that's good. Good thing about Jake is um, there's a long way between his knee and his brain, so often the, <laughs> the pain <laughs> pain reception doesn't get there. Yeah, it doesn't quite get there. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. That Speaking way. from experience, Jake, yeah. you got a bit of height, <laughs> yeah. and by the no, time no, it no, gets in pain... your head, it's got to do about a thousand more revolutions to make. Oh, it. I was going to say the pain got to his neck, all right, <laughs> just when he couldn't find its way into his head. What about the conditions, boys? Do, do we? Yeah. What did we think? Like it was predominantly a light wind regatta. Look, um, uh, I loved, I loved the idea that it was a mick bag. It, yeah. you know, it had the lighter, had the heavy. Well, heavy. It had the twenty knots. It had the, it had the tricky shifty, but it had. It had today mm. and yesterday, which were generally, although lighter, but generally fairly stable. So I thought mm. it had, I thought it had everything. It was a great regatta. Bit of tide there catching people out too at times. So that oh. was interesting, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was quite a bit of set in it. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know actually what mm. my feeling towards the uh, venue was, but obviously it was uh, chosen for its deliver deliverables, and it 
at the end of the day, it delivered, right? It was uh, they lost Absolutely. Monday. Yep. Um, and it was yeah, like you say, a mixed bag. And I think there's no real massive surprises at the top of the or on the podiums. So yeah, it kind what of about, did the right things. Okay. So in those conditions, uh, we got to see just how much influence pumping can make. What, I've got a hypothesis. I assume, I assume we're going to the 470s now. Oh, here um, we go. Yeah, and Finn. Probably and Finn. Mm-hmm. No, all the boats. Um, all right, yeah, and the talk, windsurfer. Let's talk <laughs> I was going to leave 470s to last, so I was just going to okay, generally right. talk about um, – I was just going to generally talk about pumping. The With the pumping, I've got this wonder – I just was wondering when I was watching – as the skills of pumping go up, are they losing other skills at the same time? You know, like finesse. Finesse. <laughs> it's, worse. it's worse than a high five, I think. Should oh, be outlawed should be. from the game completely. I, I, agree. I agree. Stop right there. Stop right there. I agree. It is. Um, well, I've got to say, I think I've sent you a message today. The, 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 the uh, Peter Lester, very famous man, uh, doing a commentating. And I sent you a note today. I don't know if you saw it, but word yeah, of the day, quotation of the day, actually, I've expanded it to. Uh, it's becoming a bit of a flapathon between Spania and Sweden. So, <laughs> flapathon. I mean, I'm honest. I hate it. I reckon it just looks stupid. Um, yeah. And it also takes away, I think it's taking away from some of the other skills. So, you know, jibing on, jibing on shifts or do you just jibe into pressure, you know, like a, a when you're sailing asymmetric boats, you know, VMG sailing, you, you just stay in front of pressure. But on some of the square running boats, you've got to sail the shifts downwind. And, you know, I was amazed at how much talk the guys and the people were doing, the sailors were doing on their boats, still like pumping like crazy, but still looking up the course, calling wind shifts and doing all that. Like that was, I was pretty impressed with how they're doing it, but I still would prefer to go back to an era where we don't pump. Um, you can care. Mm. EP? Yeah, I mean, I the think so, rare but I, occasion I we 100% agree on yeah. the exact yeah, same so. outcome. Which we just had a discussion before going <laughs> on air about not agreeing with anything. Yeah. I, but I've got to say that the there was a um, point today where I was watching the, the 470s and uh, you could see, I think it was Spain and it might have been Sweden going hammer and tong, the, the full pumpathon. What do we call it? Flapathon. The flapathon, uh, the flapathon coming into the top mark. And you could see him extending. You know, you could literally see him because uh, Will Will Ryan wasn't mm. pumping as hard, and I think that uh, Japanese might have even been there. Mm. And you could see them extending. Yeah. You know, so it does work. Now, what whether it takes away from the finesse, as we said, of it all, I think when you're trying to get into that position where you're dictating the other the, the wind the position to other boats, then maybe that's where it pays, I suppose. So the question then becomes: Do do you build sails? Do the sailmakers build their sails differently because of pumping? For a flapathon. Mm. Like if you know it's going to be um, the pumping <laughs> flags out there, um, do you do you have a different set of sails based around that? Different patterns, uh, Stuffed if I know. Yeah, yeah it's just a, I wonder if that discussion's happened. Like it's the same with the mast. So in the boats that you can build different things um, – it, particularly in the 470, uh, it, it would definitely, because that's a boat you can put a different mast on and different sails and, and they pump up wind like nobody's business. Um, I wonder, is that possible? Is that part of the consideration? 
You'd like to think no stone has been unturned, yeah. but maybe this stone has remained under the surface. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> I'll, I'll be interested. The surface. Interested. Um, mm. Well, okay, something I was really interested in. Let's talk 49ers. Um, the unbeatable New Zealand team was beaten in a very tough event. Um, right, right down, right down to the Super wire. Super entertaining. So the, uh, the great British team, Dylan hmm. Fletcher and Stuart Bithell, taking the gold. Very, very chuffed to do that. And a very, uh, I think Pete and Blair showed great class. I think they, there would have been an immense amount of pressure on them. They're probably the two of the biggest sporting names in New Zealand um, these days. You, you, you know, they're a bit yeah, like... Their, their value is extremely high, without a doubt. And the expectation, well, it's a bit of a, uh, what did they say, a cliche? The expectations of the nation were on them. Yep. Um, not to mention their program in the last, since Rio, has been intense. Yeah, they've done a few things. <laughs> not as in a dwarf... <laughs> dwarf on a campsite a little intense um <laughs> it has been totally intense but um they have gone from the last olympics pretty much straight into the volvo world mm-hmm. rolling uh sorry uh cup is that right yeah cup volvo oh, back into a cup then the olympics not, not to bad. not to mention the cup was only a few months ago. Not bad. Um, and remembering back in two thousand and twelve, was it when uh, Shabby and Ica from the Spanish team were basically trying to do both? They they had the best program going to win the Volvo Ocean Race. Um, they diverted a lot of attention to the Forty Nine er campaign. Mm-hmm. For the Olympics, and it was almost <laughs> you could see the see the whole thing crumbling, both from both sides. Mm-hmm. So one <coughs> hats off to manage both, and mm-hmm. they've obviously been managed very well. And <laughs> let's not take anything away from these blokes. They've won the America's Cup. They equal first, not forgetting in the Forty Niners. Yep, mm-hmm. and uh, walked away with the silver. Yep, yeah. and you've got to say that. Uh, Germany, oh. Germany, uh, the party peepers. They <laughs> stuck themselves between between Peter and Dylan. Yeah. Uh, and and might I add, lost uh lost first place by half a bow sprint. Mm. Um, so it was super close. And by all means, yeah, again, just to be clear though, taking nothing away from the uh from the Poms. No, no, oh, nothing. Oh, they've put so a fantastic campaign together, fantastic not just uh, here, but their whole Olympic team, for that matter. Yeah, true. We'll, but we'll that last there. that last uh, downwind uh, leg from the from the British, and with the with uh, Germany right on on their hammer, and New Zealand sort of getting a little bit of separation. Geez, it was close, and uh, I, I, it could have gone either way. But uh, Germany definitely uh, with the party peepers for sure. They. Mm-hmm. Um, but tie, tie for third and oh, fourth as well. Mention Z War. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> tie for the third and fourth as well. And so. England beat Germany first time since 1966. <laughs> a stops. No, no, they beat them no, the other no, night no. in the <laughs> UEFA Cup. So anyway, um, 
congratulations to uh, the Pommy team. So Dylan and yes. Stuart, congratulations. Congratulations to all the sailors, actually. It's an amazing event. We do have to also congratulate very good friends of the show, um, our Brazilian friends in the 49er FX, so Martin and Kahina. We do. Yes. Uh, didn't we say last week that we were we were kind of like uh, bemused as to the start of their regatta? Right. Pulled out a fifteenth in the first race, and mm. then it just and looked unsettled and nervous and all sorts of stuff. But geez, they came good. Martin, uh, matching dad, um, to gold. Well, I think you sort of said last week as well. Is it dad that's speaking to 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 her or speaking to the son? We, yeah, maybe it's dad. Well, maybe it's the mum yeah. speaking to her. No, it's so back to dad. You, you back, to da- back to dad doing the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that was that was a great a great event, and it was very classy, uh, mm. very very intense. Like the again, the intense racing right across the fleet there, and, and particularly for the medals there, the pressure on. But uh, the Germans uh, into second, and Netherlands into third. The Spanish just dropping out. So our good friends Tamara, uh, I've talked to Tamara about coming on the show. I think she's a bit scared. Um, the language stuff. She's pretty good with the English, but she's just a bit scared. All the Spanish she's scared of understanding the yeah, uh, Baza yeah, Aussies. Back, yeah, <laughs> the French and the Spanish seem to be a bit nervous. We chat to them a lot, and they sort of say, "Yeah, then no." So, but um, no problems at all. But uh, yeah, I think that was pretty good. I reckon that we were pretty happy yeah, with no, that. Great, outright. great, Ricardo. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I would have been happy with any of the teams that won. Uh, to tell the honest truth, do we want to? The question: Do we want to talk about the lasers or the RSXs? We've already done that, so I think we can leave those alone. Fair enough. Well, yep, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about lasers last. Obviously, he'd won it when we spoke to Tom last week. Um, yeah, nothing really more to add. Yeah, he won nothing, it. <laughs> nothing more to add. I, I do want to raise a point as we're going through this list, though. The best best team at the Olympics. Um, Clearly, the Poms. Yeah, yeah, outstanding effort. Outstanding. The second the best word, team. It? it depends how you measure performances, but I would suggest the Aussies would, uh, if you base it on gold first, uh, Aussies in second. But the Poms were just outstanding: three gold, one silver, and one bronze. That's that's a phenomenal result. I think mm-hmm. the most impressive team for me mm-hmm. uh, was the Spanish. Yep. Okay. Tell us about I think that. that well, I just think they. I just think that their their next Olympics is going to be something to watch. Of mm-hmm. the boats of the of the classes that are still in, they were all very competitive. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, with the four seventies and how they're going to split those crews up. Obviously, it's going to be it'll be probably uh, save Spanish that Spanish guy from today. Yeah. Save uh, that. The, I want to come back to that. Okay, we won't go into it then. Now we'll come yep. back to it when you roll us into it because that's how we roll here. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, didn't you read the run sheet? Oh, hang on a second. I'll just get it up. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. No, no. I just, um, I just want no, to. You're right. The, the Spanish have had a phenomenal mm. result overall as well. I mean, you'd look at, uh, you know, the, the Spanish uh, NACRA team, and they were always, always there doing, doing their, doing a great job as well. So that's my, that's my two, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we, but I, I do think, you know, the English, I think, in in London, they were the standout team. I'm trying to test my memory now, but they've been the standout team for a while now. Uh, off the, the top of your head. Nation, hey? Off the top of your head. <laughs> off the top of my head. I, I wonder, the, since the Poms brought in that lotto funding, you know how they fund all their athletes out of the lotto money? Yeah. 
it, they've been it's been so good. So you know, there's there's got to be something said to the funding element, um, to the fact that Japan's so high on the medal table when they've got so many athletes funded for this Olympics. It definitely makes a difference. The opportunities. Uh, I wonder how much COVID impacted some of these results and threw variations into the results. Because yeah, I've got a comment on that. If yeah, you don't mind. I reckon it comes in on to the next uh, to the NACRA 17s. But oh, damn. Oh, that's oh. on the run sheet. Yeah, righto. No, you haven't got a run sheet. <laughs> oh, haven't I? <laughs> Go on. Oh, that Bring was that one I said. True. <laughs> yeah, uh, NACRA. Yeah, NACRAs. Now I do have a. Oh, there it is. Yep. Just hold it up again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Point four, uh, Nacras. Uh, Nacras. I do think that um, there was that that shone a little bit yesterday in the medal race for for Jason and Lisa. Yeah, uh, I thought that uh, they had, you know, they sailed a a, a consistent regatta, mm-hmm. um, but I think yesterday they lacked uh, probably that um, ex- the time on the water against those guys because the 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 um, the Danish and the Italians were super quick in every single race. Yep, that's just it. The Germans were a little bit hot and cold, um, but uh, you know that just. Pre- I just thought that um, you know they sailed very well, but uh, I figure that that that, sh- that I figure that's a that was a that was a player. So the Danish and the Italians were super hot in every race. Uh, mm. So the Italians winning and the Danes coming fourth. What about the Brits and the Germans? <laughs> yeah, them. That's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Again, taking nothing away from the Brits here. Yep. Consistent as well. Yep. I mean, discarding a tenth. Yep. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I, I, I was, you know, when I was watching, I thought the Italian team's boat handling was just a fraction better than everyone else for the little bits that I saw. Like they were looked like they were very, very good. I thought Jason Lease maybe were just a fraction down on speed. I had that conversation. Fritz and I were talking, uh, the great Robbie Jewson, fan of the show. Um, he had the same discussion. We were talking about that. We were wondering if they were down. And because they didn't get to travel and do, do some of the regattas, that may have cost them, which is what you're saying, BP. I just think that uh, in that fleet and with those boats, I think that uh, there's so many little intricacies that we will probably never know about, you know, that oh, maybe got picked up on by sailing against other world-class people, you know. Um, and I think it definitely hindered hindered uh, in some way shape or form whether i'm right or wrong i don't know i got a but. text during the medal race from my brother i've got two brothers my youngest brother text the good looking one or yeah, the that, smart one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on both of where them. do you where do you sit in that equation <laughs> on both of them <laughs> are you what you're all three brothers <laughs> so you, you talk yourself anyway he he sent um he sent a text saying we was watching the the 17s and he's just going now that's what i'm talking about i want one of those Oh. And, and I'm just going, okay, uh, I haven't seen you on a boat in 30 mm, years. Must have been the good-looking one. Because <laughs> <laughs> then the smart one rang <laughs> and said, what the Get hell's going fin. on with these ones? <laughs> <laughs> That's plenty of better ones, boss. Well done. <laughs> Very funny, um, yeah. yeah, no, I just said, yeah, good luck with that. Um, I, <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> so he's gone back. I just, I, I said to him, just Google uh, NACRA 17 crashes and see what you come up with and then come yeah. back to me. <laughs> um, anyway, it was good regatta and I was particularly impressed, 
impressed with the Italians uh, yes. and, and no all question. the teams, obviously, but the Italians look class. They looked unbeatable from day one almost, I thought. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right. So, 470s. 470 women. Let's go into the 470 women. Right. Hannah Mills. This race? Hannah Mills. Hannah Mills, of course. There's Hannah Mills has, yeah. I think, just become yeah. the the high or best performing female sailor of an Olympic sailor of all time. That's amazing. It is. Yep. It is. So the Poms have produced Ainsley, who would probably, uh, I think, holds that title for the men, and now Hannah Mills, not to discount Elodie and her performance on the boat. Um, but Hannah has now two gold and a silver, which is quite incredible. Mm. She's certainly get, getting one of those Royal Post boxes painted gold in the front of her house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If not, she has already. Yes. <laughs> but, um, um, I thought well, that- deservedly, deservedly so, she was the flag bearer for yes. Team UK. Mm-hmm. And um, she's finished it off with the gold. So, superb. Bravo. Bravo, indeed. And, I mean, at the start of the regatta, for a fair part of the regatta, it looked like it was the poles. That poles, we're, correct. That we're going to yeah. do do all things to everything. But um, they, in the end, won silver with uh, a count back with the French team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but... It was really, really good to watch the performance of Mills and McIntyre with that win, which will then open up the discussion we will have shortly, which BP is desperate to talk about. Um, but let's actually mention the 470 men before we bring that in. Um, oh, no, I thought I thought the way you said uh, Mills and McIntyre, you were going to slide into who came second to do their last name. No, I thought you were going to start talking about the next novel you're writing. It's kind of like Mills and Boone, <laughs> um, <laughs> the memoirs of Jordan. Have you, uh, after after doing uh, this podcast with you two idiots, it'd be lovely to do something by myself. <laughs> and just remember how good it was. <laughs> um, oh, so. It uh, it is uh, an iconic, particularly for all us Australians. It is we know these guys pretty well, and uh, they're very easy blokes to like. Is probably one of the things. But a massive congratulations to Belcher and Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, winning without really having to sail effectively uh, their gold. And Matt now Belcher would be the best-performed Australian sailing Olympian of all time with two gold and one silver, That's knocking so out Paisy, who's just got two gold. Yep. <laughs> well, there's crazy. one person that does overtake him, though. Who's that? I think you've forgotten to mention. And that is Victor, the medal maker, Cavalanco. Oh, yes. This was a comment of discussion that I had today with one Mark Roberts. Um, do you seven gold, a, seven, one silver, is. three bronze. Here we go. pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. yeah. Seven gold. Okay, especially when you look at some of those chumps he's bought through to gold medals. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bilcher, Actually, Will Ryan. He's a smart fucker. He's smart, isn't he? <laughs> oh, look, he's, he, is a, he is an absolute legend. And uh, for those who don't know, Victor Kovalenko is the coach of obviously the 470s. Um, he, he exploded onto the scene, but uh, what he does with those guys uh, and girls for that matter is, is amazing. Mm. Um, just before we continue on, congratulations. Fantastic regatta again through everyone, but uh, particularly I thought the Swedish team so brilliantly. So did uh, the Spanish team. Yeah. Uh, 
They they were yeah. they were fantastic. It was really yeah. good watching the what we got to see. We didn't get to see every race, but um, it was fantastic watching. And they battled, and it was quite. Uh, there was a scene from the medal race today where. Uh, it had Matt and Will in first. They were lined all on Port Tack heading out to sea. Matt yep. was in second. The Swedes were in in, uh, in first. Uh, the Swedes were in second. The Spanish were in third. And the New Zealanders were in fourth. And I think the Poms were in fifth. But certainly all four, the front four, were in the line. It looked like a victory march. It really did. <laughs> it was cool. So I thought it was, I thought it was um, great. One thing not to uh, forget is... Enoshima was also the location of Australia's first gold medal in sailing in Olympic history. Very true. From 1964. Who we've had. In the 5.5-metre Baron Joey. I was just going to say the first We've had on the show as well. Did we include him in that? So Sarge. Bill Northam. Exactly. Yeah. With Sarge. Yep. So what did Rolly Tasker get then? He was in the 56 Olympics, wasn't he? So Rolly must have – I thought he – yeah, but no, you're right. You're right. Um, I'm just trying to remember back. Um, anyway, um, to remember back that far. Yeah, yeah, just off the <laughs> top of my head. 1956. <laughs> Where was I that day? Actually, it's clearer than day. Uh, um, <laughs> I waking up and hearing it on the wireless. <laughs> you idiots! You idiots! Uh, Tune it, tuning it right, in. So static the, the obvious question. So we know we're losing the fin, but we also know the 470 is going to a mixed yep. class. This is what you want to get to, BP, and I think this is a really interesting discussion. Well, it's like the end of an ear in so many ways. But how the combination's going to work? This is the I one know. that I really don't understand. And uh, we might actually have this conversation with our special guest on Sunday. No, I think we'll. Yeah, I reckon a big one. But what do you guys think? Should we throw some ideas out? Well, um, looking at this fleet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Bison. I think. Uh, just, just looking at this fleet. I mean, let's just take Australia out of it for the moment. Looking at this fleet. So Anton Dahlberg, Geordie Ch- uh, Shiamar, have you explained that? Um, they're very young. Uh, they've got a lot of sailing in them still in this particular class if they're going to stay in. So you'd think that they would take on the helming rights uh, with the experience they've got, you know, depending on weight ratios and what they're thinking about there. They'll definitely be on the boat if they're going to stay in 470s. How do you select? How do you go down that path? I don't know. I guess it's... Okay. Well, we know Will Ryan is probably struggling to keep... It's been tough for him to stay so lean you know, for two Olympiads. Um, and, you know, because he's – I think he's my height and he's running 70 kilos, right? Um, yeah, he's he – Which does. is insane. And the first thing I'll, I'm going to say is if you were going to be assembling a team, um, maybe – I'm just wondering whether you'd grab Chris Grubb from – or Grub from the, the – the British 470 team and Hannah Mills from the the um, the women's team, that'd be an unde- unbeatable combination, wouldn't it? Be pretty solid. Pretty solid. I guess I don't know. Like, mm. would you go? I guess the question I'm asking: Are you going to go a female skipper and a male crew, or the other way? So, what's the ultimate uh, weight? You need about be about 28 kilos as helmsman. <laughs> <laughs> And, and 27 kilos as crew, but seven foot too long. Um, um, you're sailing pretty light. So what's a, I think you're well, sailing about one Kind of low, low 60s as a helmsman, and low 70, 70 odd 70s. for a... Yeah, so for 130, a, 132, 135, I think, from... So it kind of 
puts itself in that um, female female helm, uh, male crew. But I mean, the combinations can change. For sure, well, it's I mean, ridiculous. It was, it, was, it was talked about today, and you could see it. It was uh, being as tall as what as Will is definitely provides element that, of riding that, moment. It and is so, ridiculously it, light. I've yeah. done sixty kilo poos. I've actually seven, been been seven, at his house when he did one. Actually, seven foot two tall, sixty kilo. <laughs> I just, I just think that's too light. You know, Jesus, like. I, got, I I really got to bite my tongue. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't hey, know. I, I've got a subject put it the medal race. Mm-hmm. Do we like it? Double points, two laps. Blah. I don't like is it, it the right thing? I don't like it. It's because sailing is about it's a, about consistency. Consistency. Yeah. That's what we that's what you coach, that's what you've got to try and do. And then suddenly to try and um, suddenly to try and actually make it come down to one race where then it's it, you know, you, we well, saw the third, differences. If we've become the, third, you've effectively come sixth in a normal regatta. But also we've seen the effect that uh, the weather has on the results. You know, you, you can just go through the score sheets and see when the wind changed, the results yeah. changed. So really then sure. it becomes a lottery. So the whole purpose of sailing over a week uh, was to have all weather conditions and the best all-round sailor winds. That's the whole concept. Um, I, so I don't that, like the That middle. kind of exists though already, right? Uh, so, okay, um, do it the other way. Yeah, not, have not 12 races and two discards. Yeah. The, What's fairer? Yeah. The The... The the notion is though that then when you you weight your riskings for how much risk you take in the regatta because you know you've got a medal race coming you have to actually put more emphasis on the win earlier on in the week so like what uh, mm. Matt uh, wounded and uh, um, Belcher and Will where they went into the medal race and basically had unsailables had, yeah yeah so sure. that's that's how you have to sort of do it but. Um, yeah, you have to sort of do that strategy around that. But at least it's in the Olympics. Um, it does sort of discount away from what the sailing is, but it's still it's still great to watch. Yeah. But it does. Oh, absolutely. But it also gives... I'd love to know what some of the other networks would have done. Um, I mean, Channel 7, knowing it, it's a gold medal race, knowing it's won, they, it, it was, it was uh, on the, the mainstream let's call it. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if it was uh, the chance of winning a gold medal, whether it would be part of the mainstream. Don't oh. know. Don't know. But I, I feel like that they've. it also gives the TV channels an excuse not to cross over to sailing for the rest of the, the time. That being said, you know, like my house is a ratings house, where, it, as I've said in the past, so, you know, I can assure you that my, <laughs> we were streaming and it measures streams. We were streaming that sailing every second of sailing was being streamed. Mm-hmm. So, um, so well, hopefully, I think you, you've already answered your own question though. That the medal race, medal races where we'd won Australia, won gold in the Australian streaming services, got airtime. None of the other got uh, medal races got uh, got airtime on the actual on the actual Channel Seven one. It was all done through no, the sailing no. one. Yeah, because so, we were going to win gold. Hey. So. Um, Jordan, did we mention uh, Anna Marie Rindom? Yeah, in the the previous week, Anna Marie Rindom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she'd only just been. Uh, we didn't. 
hadn't mentioned that she'd won. No, no, it was uh, before been, the medal race, right? Yeah, yeah she'd been. Uh, she had all that. Uh, that shit Great fight. point, then, BP. That was insane. Um, Jordan, you didn't get a... the uh, run sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it's plain in black and white in front of you. I let's, sent it to you this morning. Let's just focus in on uh, the the great job. Uh, that was intense. Uh, we have a very relieved young Danish. Yep. Yeah. I will say that Marie, Marie risked all the biscuits, a lot like Jason and Lisa did in the, the NACA, risked all the biscuits to get the win, uh, to move up, and it didn't pan out. Um, and they ended up... It wasn't a convincing win in the middle race because Anne-Marie no. was seventh, I think. Seventh. Seventh. Yeah. And uh, mm. Olsen uh, came in for first. So, I mean, she did everything possible to, to get to get into that goal position. But I'll tell you what, I watched the ceremony and uh, you could see the world just slowly lifting off her shoulders. And yeah. uh, young Olsen, she was the opposite. So, But, hey, um, another cracking, cracking event, the laser radials. And the other one, the, the other point to note there, gentlemen, is that, of course, when we were talking to Matty Wern, that uh, his fiance Emma, the Belgian laser radial mm. sailor, mm. Um, had no, didn't have to unpack the dishwasher because she was world champion and he was only runner-up. Um, yeah. And uh, Matty uh, and I had a conversation about how he never has to unpack a dishwasher again because he's the gold medalist and, and Emma got fourth so uh. <laughs> contracts in, in the mail Matt yeah. <laughs> uh, Marit Baumeister of course getting in for third in a solid effort um, so she um, you know she's she's performed as well as per usual cool mm. good good stuff great regatta so happy to have been able to watch it uh, it's going to be hard not to be watching sailing I'm thinking I'm I'm devastated yep. too, but I'm so glad that we were able to watch so much sailing and uh, just dinghy sailing. I mean, that's where my heart lies. I love the dinghy stuff. I, that's where yeah, I reckon we see we the did, best. But I think uh, we touched on this last week as well. How it's cool so it's good. been watching the America's Cup. How cool it's been watching you know all these mm. uh, uh, sail GP and all that sort of stuff. But you know, seeing seeing forty laces come around the top mark at the same time has been mm. fun. And the opportunities all these sailors are getting these days. You know, like it's just the sport. I hope it lasts. I hope Sail GP lasts. I hope it all just keeps growing and growing. I hope the COVID goes away so we can go back to the old ways and just have as much fun. But it's good to see. Um, and if you're, uh, if you're even slightly enthused by it, go down to your local yacht club. If you've never sailed in your life and you're listening to this show, go down to your local yacht club and um, ask so you to wanna, go for so a So you want to be like Matt Wern? Just just ask to go. They're set up to help people start sailing. That's... And, have all sorts of people. And before you head down, uh, go on to the Barkerati website, so barkerati.com, and order your Barkerati. Uh, Buy yourself a hoodie. A hoodie. Might even be some T-shirts on there in a week or two. Um, Correct. And, uh, yeah, have a beer and uh, enjoy the scene because it is I, cool. I was going to say when the show started that uh, I believe we're putting this on YouTube. Is that right? Uh, correct. Yes. I was going to say um, that you had something new there and uh, I was looking at the microphone stand and then I saw your, your jumper. So you got a nice new microphone stand as well. Yeah, no, I'm a fully fledged um, podcaster now. <laughs> you got the right thing. You're very it's, Joe uh, Rogan. Works pretty well. Yeah. yeah. What, no, I saw, what do those angly things do? No, it's uh, basically this is shock cord. Oh, yeah. So when I give it a real big boom... <laughs> The mic doesn't shake. Oh, that, 
Well, it can shake without any uh, <laughs> yeah, any no, sort of no, reverb. I haven't got my pop screen yet. Oh, you're going to get that? That's in the mail. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to see the green screen in the background as well then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads. I think we've waffled on enough. Fantastic guests coming up this week. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For those who are going to listen to this or that are listening to this right now, mm. tell your friends. Tune in as of Sunday night, Monday Sunday morning, night, Sunday because night. if there was one iconic yachtsman in the last 50 years, this bloke is, is at the top of the list. Yeah, probably the easiest. Biggest name in sailing in Australia, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. For the general public. Here, here. Yep. Yep. All right. BP, get your guitar. Start okay. warming up your vocal cords and yep. uh, see you in oh. a few days then. Hey, where, do, um, where do you want me to start? Hang on. Today? Just let me get oh. my tambourine. Oh, okay. <laughs> grab, grab, your triangle, right. grab your triangle, Jay. Clear. I'm lead cowbell, <laughs> mate. Cowbell. 